Who's deep throat? Um, I don't really think there is a deep throat. There had a host of uh, informers. We know the identities of some of them. May have been one person who gave them more information than another, but it's a very effective literary device. And uh, the problem for uh, everybody else is someday someone will die. Might be you, it might be me, could be the Pope. And they'll say, he was deep throat. And who's to say nay? A recap. That's how we ended our last C-SPAN, the weekly podcast. A classic cliffhanger. Who is Deep Throat? You heard Watergate mastermind G. Gordon Liddy. He was on C-SPAN's Washington Journal, March 15, 2004. Now it's the 50th anniversary of the Watergate break-in. For this thrilling part two podcast, we revisit and answer one of the greatest political and media mysteries ever. A true crime thriller. Who is Deep Throat? Will you someday reveal Deep Throat in history? Yes, when he is deceased. When he is deceased? Yes. Not when you're deceased, when he's deceased. Who's going to go first? Well, I, I'm I, alive. Well, that's an, uh, again, uh, no one plans for their own death. Right. And I certainly fall in that category. And uh, I've always said that I will reveal after he is deceased. That was Washington Post Watergate reporter Bob Woodward on C-SPAN's book notes, June 10, 1991. His reporting partner, Carl Bernstein, said the same thing at George Washington University a year later on Watergate's 20th anniversary. Who is Deep Throat? Um, is. Because he's alive. Um, we're going to reveal the identity of Deep Throat uh, upon that individual's death. Uh, and we've made arrangements, uh, should, as the expression go, uh, we predecease him, uh, that it will be revealed. Uh, Deep Throat is described in uh, All the President's Men as uh, someone who occupied a sensitive position in the executive branch, and uh, as people here know, uh, though he didn't provide us with primary information in the Watergate stories, he, he confirmed information basically, that we got elsewhere and that made it possible for, for us to, to have a kind of certainty about what we were putting in the paper. Deep Throat was the pseudonym given to the secret informant who provided Watergate information in 1972 to Bob Woodward, who shared it with Carl Bernstein. A third person knew Deep Throat's identity, Ben Bradley. Here's the legendary top Washington Post editor on C-SPAN, May 4th, 2010. A lot of attention on Deep Throat. Yep. And in the movie All the President's Men, yep. uh, you wanted to know who this person was. Well, I didn't, uh, you know, it's, uh, I'm embarrassed to admit it now that I never asked Woodward who it was by name. I grilled him as to what his uh, qualifications were, what was his access to the, what reasons did he have to know. And uh, uh, I can't imagine what, went through my mind why I didn't insist, you know, take him out on the bench, put my knee in his throat and say, give me the name, uh, which I eventually did. But uh, the name didn't make a whole lot of difference to me. What mattered to me was that he was right. And he was right, amazingly right. Who was Deep Throat for decades an all-consuming guessing game in political and media circles? Other than those three who knew, everything else was speculation. 
Lots of speculation, some finger-pointing, and much of it wrong. Chuck Colson was an aide to President Nixon who served time in prison for his part in the Watergate conspiracy, just like G. Gordon Liddy. And also just like G. Gordon Liddy, he said Deep Throat was a clever literary device. Here's what Chuck Colson told the National Press Club on March 11, 1993. At the beginning of this clip, you'll hear him mention Janet Cook. She is a former Washington Post reporter who won a Pulitzer Prize in 1981 for a story later revealed she fabricated. Will you tell us, please, who is Deep Throat? (laughs) Well, first, let me say I'm glad to have the mug. When I was here 20 years ago, I got mugged. So this this will be an appropriate reminder of a happier occasion. Uh, Who is Deep Throat? Uh, I think it's Janet Cook. Uh, A creation. Uh, I believe that everyone has a price and by now with as many millions of dollars as are hanging whoever it was uh, if there was a deep throat whoever it was would have come forward long ago to collect the big prize and would be on their yacht sailing off a greek island at the moment having sold their memoirs and movie rights and everything else i don't i've never believed there was a deep throat i've always believed that it was a wonderfully clever device a uh, creation to be able to uh, give a nice consistent thread to all the president's men, which was uh, well written, as most novels are, as uh, most (laughs) historical accounts are. And uh, that gave it just what it needed. Uh, I know of three things that were attributed to have been given to Deep Throat, and I knew the three different people in those three cases, that they were actually three different individuals. I knew who they were. So I'd never believed uh, Mike Wallace last summer to the country. It was not L. Patrick Gray. And just about everybody has been named except me, I'm happy to say. But uh, I don't believe there is one. I think it's a creation. Lloyd Cutler was counsel to Presidents Jimmy Carter and Bill Clinton. He also speculated at the National Press Club who Deep Throat was. But on January 18, 1990, he was hardly specific. Of course, we have to remember Watergate. We have to remember Deep Throat. We still don't know officially who Deep Throat was, but I have reason to believe, I think, that Deep Throat was someone in the government who knew an awful lot about the state of those prosecutions as they were unfolding. Sam Dash was chief counsel for the Senate Watergate Committee. He pointed inward. He thought Deep Throat was his own committee. Here's his explanation on June 12, 1997, marking Watergate's 25th anniversary. Let me say this, though, but our finding the tapes was one of the only things we did that didn't leak to the press. You know, we were a very leaky committee. Uh, I think uh, when people say who Deep Throat was, I now conclude it was our Senate Watergate committee leaking to the Post and other places. The media love to play the guessing game. Here's one report heard on C-SPAN's Washington Journal on August 27, 2000. We talked at the top of the program about a new book on Richard Nixon, which is coming out tomorrow by Viking Press in Washington Monthly. There is this uh, speculation on Deep Throat. Speaking of Nixon, his former White House aide, Len Garment, says in a new book that another Nixon aide, John Sears, was in fact Deep Throat. And Sears does talk more like Deep Throat than any of the other suspects, but he did not know nearly as much about Watergate as our candidate, Fred Fielding, who was John Dean's deputy and one of the great leakers of the modern era, as was our second choice, David Gergen, who also happens to have gone to Yale with Bob Woodward. By the way, David Gergen also out with a new book on his years at the White House, from Nixon through Clinton. Also, uh, 
on the list is Alexander Haig, who ranks as number fourth. Again, that from this morning's Washington Monthly magazine. You heard the name Fred Fielding, deputy White House counsel for Richard Nixon under John Dean. He was mentioned, of all places, on the Senate floor on June 13, 2005, right after Deep Throat's identity was revealed. Here's a Republican senator from Utah, Orrin Hatch. Despite having been recently exposed uh, uh, of not being Deep Throat after 30 years of speculation of the contrary, Fred Fielding, former White House counsel to President Reagan, is still properly regarded as one of the best lawyers in Washington, D.C., or anyone, er, anywhere else for that matter. More media speculation heard on C-SPAN's Washington Journal, May 3rd, 2002. This headline in today's New York Post, Deep Throat Mystery Deepens. Former Nixon White House counsel John Dean says he's about to reveal the identity of Deep Throat in time for the 30th anniversary of the Watergate break-in, but author Ronald Kessler may have beaten him to the punch. On June 17th, Dean plans to publish a book called, an online book called The Deep Throat Brief at Salon.com. He says it will solve the mystery once and for all, though he's been working before. I'm sorry, that he's been wrong before. But Kessler, whose incisive work, the Bureau, the Secret History of the FBI, is about to be published by St. Martin's Press, says that all the evidence points to former top FBI official W. Mark Felt. Kessler points out the material in Bob Woodward's story was lifted almost verbatim from FBI reports that Felt had access to and that several fellow G-men thought uh, he was the source. And even more media speculation still on September 13, 2000. In this clip, you'll hear several reporters, Sam Donaldson of ABC News, Hal Bruno of ABC News, and Robert Shogun of the Los Angeles Times. And asking the question, who was Deep Throat? Nixon's successor as president, Gerald Ford. Do any of these three uh, news people know who Deep Throat is? Len Garment, I think. Uh, <laughs> That'd be choose my words. Bob Woodward is a friend of mine. I like Bob Woodward. If there is a deep throat. Thank you. (laughs) I I don't think there's a deep throat. There's no deep throat. I've never known, and uh, all of my speculation has always been denied by Bob Woodward, so I, I don't, the answer is I don't know. Do you know President Ford? I have no idea who it is. Who would, who would your pick be? <laughs> well, you've got a lot of potential candidates. Uh, and uh, I don't want to miss anybody, so I won't uh, identify them. But that person knew an awful lot. And uh, who it was, I can't tell you. I just don't know. I have, I have a theory that... As you know, Lynn Garment has written a whole book purporting to be John Sears. And I've known John Sears and worked with him a long time. And that's, Sears is not deep throat. It's just not his style. But it made me seriously wonder for the first time that Garment <laughs> might be deep throat because he actually in a lot of ways fits it. And what a clever way to do it would be to, uh, to disguise your, uh, your, your true identity and pick up a few thousands of dollars in royalties, too. But Leonard Garment, who was Nixon's Watergate counsel, had already said it wasn't him. Here he is on C-SPAN on July 1st, 1997, marking Watergate's 25th anniversary. That it's not me. And uh, in a way to emphasize that, I've said, well, I I just don't think that he was a hero. 
And I think that he was, you know, it, the, the, the impolite word is a snitch. Do you think he exists? No. What does that um, mean? My, what it means, uh, what, and I think American journalism, I've, I've said this know, four or five times, and uh, it's not easy for anybody to accept the notion that there was no deep throat, that there was a composite, maybe 50, 60, 70 sources that uh, Bob Woodward and Carl Bernstein very assiduously, energetically, uh, smartly uh, dug up, pulled together, some very important sources. Those, those are the anonymous ones going down to uh, the persons who were lower level and were frightened and gave information without secrecy. Uh, Deep Throat, I think, is, is a kind of a quasi-fiction, a device that was invented as a way of providing the necessary second sourcing that's used, that's required in journalism. You know that, Bruce. Garment himself wrote a book called In Search of Deep Throat, The Greatest Political Mystery of Our Time. He was on Book TV on September 28, 2000. Deep Throat, whoever he was, uh, undertook to take certain extreme risks in the process of uh, providing information to Woodward and Bernstein. Was he, uh, in the vernacular, a snitch, or was he a rather brave whistleblower? Well, not really a whistleblower, because a whistleblower blows the whistle more or less in, in the open and goes to the authorities. Whereas here, whoever was Deep Throat was protected by a kind of a double uh, band of, uh, of secrecy, namely his own secrecy, plus the confidentiality of the journalist to whom he confided his secret, his secret information, his guidance about the nature of the uh, cover-up. Another Watergate book author was Len Kolodny. He was on the G. Gordon Liddy radio show on June 17, 1992, for the 20th anniversary of Watergate. Kolodny fingered Nixon chief of staff Al Haig. To make it very plain, when you read Silent Coup, you will read about the Haig-Woodward relationship in, in the context that Haig, in fact, is deep throat. There's no question. John Dean also suspected Al Haig. Al Haig offered this reaction to that speculation on C-SPAN's Washington Journal, June 5, 2005. Uh, before all of the hoopla of uh, Deep Throat uh, finished his, his activities, I was vice chief of staff of the United States Army. I wasn't even in the White House. So anyone that wrote that I was Deep Throat uh, was either wrongheaded, hadn't done any research, or was mischievous, uh, like John Dean, who knew better. Even though he tried to guess Deep Throat's identity, John Dean referred to the mystery as a myth. Here's what he said on Book TV on April 28, 2002. As a result of the Watergate coverage, there's been a misimpression. Much of it is because of the myth around Deep Throat. It is perceived that the Washington Post cracked Watergate, exposed it. It's not true. In fact, about at least 70% of Deep Throat's information that he gave Woodward was dead wrong. The Post did not cracked the case. They were never really anywhere close to it. What they did do, though, however, is they kept the pressure on those in Washington who read the Washington Post every morning, the, the federal judges, the federal prosecutors, members of the House and Senate, where the, this story could not go away after the 72 election because the Post kept putting it on the front page. And while every little detail became a new headline, it was the only paper in the country that was paying any attention to this story. 
Now, here's one last person to hear from. You've denied uh, a number of times being Deep Throat, the source that, uh, that Bob Woodward and uh, Carl Bernstein credited for many of their Watergate disclosures. But there remains in some of us the notion that maybe you were a, a piece of it, say a hunk of the larynx or something. <laughs> and what I'm wondering is that whether you want to take credit at this time <clears throat> for helping unmask any of the Watergate cover-up. No, no, I'm, I'm not Deep Throat and... The only thing I can say is that I wouldn't be ashamed to be because I think whoever helped Woodward helped the country. That was Mark Felt, former FBI deputy director, August 29, 1976, on CBS's Face the Nation, saying he wasn't Deep Throat. Well, he was. On May 31, 2005, Vanity Fair magazine published an article that revealed Mark Felt was Deep Throat. Felt said, I'm the guy they used to call Deep Throat. The next day, Ben Bradley confirmed that Felt was indeed Deep Throat. Case closed. And now a bonus clip. Barry Sussman was the Washington Post special editor who directed Woodward and Bernstein's Watergate coverage. On April 6, 1992, marking Watergate's 20th anniversary, he spoke to journalism students at George Washington University. But please don't ask me about Deep Throat. I don't know who he was. And I don't think Deep Throat was very important in our Watergate coverage anyway. Barry Sussman died on June 1st, 2022, 16 days before the 50th anniversary of the Watergate break-in. Deep Throat, Mark Felt, died in 2008. Ben Bradley died in 2014. G. Gordon Liddy died in 2021. Al Haig died in 2010. Sam Dash died in 2004. Orrin Hatch died in 2022. Leonard Garment died in 2013. Chuck Golson died in 2012, just before the Watergate 40th anniversary. Lloyd Cutler died in May 2005, three weeks before Deep Throat was revealed. Gerald Ford died in 2006, the day after Christmas. And Richard Nixon died in 1994. Those who are still alive, who you heard in this podcast, John Dean, Carl Bernstein, and Bob Woodward. That's it for this episode of C-SPAN's The Weekly. A reminder, you can do your own searches in the C-SPAN video library. Just go to cspan.org and use the search bar on top. You can search a whole lot more on Watergate. And if you're worried it's too late now to start searching for Watergate's 50th anniversary, please don't fret. You still have five fruitful years of searching video ahead of you to prepare for the Watergate 55th anniversary. To hear more about President Nixon, including phone calls on topics from the Watergate scandal, Supreme Court nominations, and the war in Vietnam, check out Presidential Recordings Season 2. It drops July 1st. The eight-episode season will include private telephone conversations between President Nixon and members of his administration and Congress. Season one is available now. Find and follow presidential recordings. Don't miss a single episode. Thanks for listening, and happy searching.